0: You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splurin' hair J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass. You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say. Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away. You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say. Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say. They want staring point, you know we straight to the point. They want staring point, you know we straight to the point. They want staring point, you know we straight to the point.
1: They want staring you know the point, they want you know we straight to the straight to. Hey me seventy six, bringing us in episode number one seventy one. Straight to the point. My name is Chris. Here my guy J. What's going
0: on? What's going on? What's going on? New episode.
1: Yes. That's all you had to add to that?
0: Hey, man. It's been a it's been like a week. New episode.
1: Does it? Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate that. You no. Know, Captain Obvious. Me. Yep. Uh, okay. Alright. Shut up. So much to talk about. We're going to revolve around the world of the NFL. So if you're looking for you know NBA news or anything else, sorry. <laughs> All right, but Jared, it's you know as we record, it's Friday. Yes, and some people ain't got no jobs. Fair point. Some people ain't got no jobs, and some teams are looking to hire head coaches. There's a list, a growing list of teams that are looking to replace their head coach, Atlanta, Carolina, Vegas, the Chargers, Seattle, surprisingly, Tennessee, surprisingly, Washington. And maybe not surprising to a lot of people, but still shocking nonetheless, New England is on that list for the first time in 24 years. As Bill Belichick will not be the head coach next year for the New England Patriots, questions around where where he will go. um, There's no doubt. You know, that he wants to coach again. He wants to get the all-time wins record. So, Jarrett, forget everybody else. We got to talk about Bill, all right? We got to talk about the GOAT of coaches. Where is he going to be next year, Jarrett?
0: Vegas is out. I know he's not going to Vegas. Me, personally, I think he's going to even.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got some inside sources?
0: Uh no, nah, not that I can disclose. If I did, but
1: All Vegas right. is Just, out. just, just checking. Just checking. Vegas is out. So where, do you, think, uh, where, where do you where do you think Vegas goes if it's not Belichick? I don't mean. They might go Pete Carroll. Ooh, because
0: um, Pete Carroll was the biggest surprise. Like Bill Belichick has been like on the outs for a minute. Uh, the do other you, coaching do think, fires do think, were do you, generic. Do you
1: think uh, Carroll was a bigger surprise than Vrabel? I think Vrabel's Yeah, because Vrabel's,
0: Vrabel's Vrabel. been on our hot seat for, like, three years. So, like, Ooh. that's for, for me. I had him on the hot seat last year when we were talking about Mike Vrabel. I ain't
1: had Vrabel on the hot seat. Vrabel should have had uh, a job for life to deal with them bums in Tennessee. No, nah,
0: man. Vrabel's on the hot seat for me for a minute. Um Pete Carroll was the more surprising one because he's, like, even with, with Russ – was winning without Russ was still like he had a, he was winning, but they just weren't like Super Bowl caliber anymore. It, it's it was, but it was like fourteen years in the making where I thought he was a lifer he, for but, uh, Seattle.
1: I think I think that's part of the thing too that people were kind of like wondering because like you have three coaches that pretty much retire quote or lose their job or won't be there in the same place next year in succession. They're all seventy something. You know what I'm saying? Saban 72, Belichick 72, and Pete Carroll 72. So mm-hmm. you got these you got three legendary coaches, but they're all in their seventies. And I think Sabin's Sabin's point of retiring, I think, you gotta look at the other two and you gotta say, like maybe it's the same type of thing. Well no, it was over, you know, getting it's a grind and it's harder to, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Bill and
0: Sabin, maybe, but Pete Carroll was like even his at his little interview, her expresser presser, he was like, yeah, I fought for my job. He was trying to keep it. He was like, no, man. He said it wasn't football guys that made the decision to try and turn him into an advisory role when uh, Josh Allen announced that Pete Carroll would no longer be the head coach. Uh, he, so his being out wasn't, he was he's like, I'm ready to keep coaching. Bill more or less might have been like an agent attrition. He's like, dude, I'm tired of being a head coach, defensive coordinator, and GM. Now I just want to be a head coach. Or maybe, maybe he's just but, now he's like, man, I don't even know maybe, what he wants to do yet.
1: But maybe he doesn't because a, lo- a lot of Which the time Which is fair, heard, but he, I think he was out on Patriots, though. A lot of the things we heard, part of that I think was his own doing. Because a lot of the things we heard out of New England and a lot of the, out of the Boston market was Belichick the GM is hard, is hurting Belichick the head coach, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's hard to wear both hats. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to run the show and be the coach. And yeah, you have everything run through you, right? Which is but, fair, yeah. but it, not it, saying But did it become like did it become a part a point where they're saying, "Yo, Bill, you got to give up some power." Yep. And Bill, like, no, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> Bill's
0: like, Bill, I've been here longer than half of y'all been here. I'm not giving that up. And then the difference was within Bill or Belichick between all the other two guys. Again, is Bill been there so long, won so much, but he had more. He had a lot more power than what was like. To, like entitled to a lot of these other two coaches. Again, Saban had so much power, but also Saban is when you're in the NCAA, it's a, you're it's a different, it's, it's different, a circumstance. different circumstances. It's a different circumstances. It's also money is financially gifted differently, like boosters. You have, you know, people a little bit higher up where Saban ran the team, but it again, the other things that come with running a team were handled by the people where Bill was running everything essentially, like everything's because you're also the GM. So you're you now you're doing the contract negotiations and all that stuff as well. It was a lot. So maybe they told him, Hey, Bill, we try to make you take take a step back. And he's like, Maybe we could take a step back from GM and maybe. But he's like, and he's like, even then, he's like, I don't know. I like my personnel carefully curated like a chef does by me. I like my line cooks to be ran by me. I like my sous chef to be by me. And maybe they're like, Yeah, Bill, we don't want that anymore. So I personally still see Bill going to the Chargers. Why? Because I think one, he looks like he's ready to just, you know, start forming his retirement soon, like West Coast vibe, great franchise over there, especially if they start getting a little bit younger, which he's known to slightly do. He likes the vets, but he also like going a little bit younger. That's what he's kind of shown in his transition as Tom Brady left. And I think that's a perfect fit there. Also, I could potentially see him becoming the commander's head coach. I'm not going to lie to you because of everything that Josh Harris is building, right, when it comes to the money he's allocating, not just towards the team, but also towards building the perfect front office-slash-coaching team that he wants, bringing in Bob Myers. Uh, I think Bill Belichick would probably be somebody he's going to try and lure in. Now, does Bill take the job? I doubt it, but that's a team that's going to be all in on him. I, I, you've seen the, the Falcons rumors. I don't think the Falcons is for Bill Belichick, but, again,
1: if you're paying a lot of money for Bill, it's possible. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The Falcons thing, I was, I was kind of – I don't again. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because your, your immediate thought is no, right? Your immediate thought is why the hell would he go to the Falcons? No, um, that's not, that's not
0: my immediate thought because uh, I got Falcons fans that talk to me. Some within ESPN that tell me like you know Arthur Blank was
1: Bill Belichick, they were
0: close friends. I was I was getting ready.
1: I was getting ready right, get, right to yeah, go there. So I don't, I don't. I'm
0: not saying no. I just don't think it's a fit for
1: him. I think. I think it's a fit for him because they have the improving defense. They have the, the the personnel on the back end with AJ Terrell, um Jesse Biggs the third. They got pieces in the middle, right? Like they have pieces that Belichick may be intrigued with. They need a quarterback. Right? Any quarterback. Badly. But they have Pitts, they have London, they have Bijan. And
0: they got a the defense.
1: And they got the defense. If they get the quarterback and Bill is there with the right, like if his like, let's say he want to get the band back together and call McDaniels up. All right, whatever. Like, cool. Fal- Falcons fans will probably hate that more than
0: ownership it, and
1: the team. It's better, it's better than what they had last year. Listen, I'm done with the Falcons' cape because they already lost, and my money's down the drain anyway. They ran the worst, absolute worst offense outside the Eagles been that I've ever seen in my life so, because they had no quarterback. Arthur Smith, I I mean I I don't blame him necessarily huh. because look at the quarterback, nah.
0: look at the huh. quarterback. Still a hot moment, Chris. That pee wee football he was running was Jared. Running he running got running a pee wee quarterback. Where is he? <laughs> Even if he had hey. a pee quarterback, he's a pee wee coach, so it, it hey. the match made heaven. I
1: can't I, right. I can't put all of that on him. All right,
0: I'm not putting all on him. Devin Marin is horrible. Yeah, but I can't I worst can't. quarterback I've ever seen.
1: I can't just outright no, he ain't the worst quarterback I've ever seen.
0: Worst quarterback in the NFL this season. Hands down. Hands down worst quarterback in the NFL this season. Of 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 starters. It it might have been a tie between him and Zach Wilson. Might have been a tie. Because Russ that, Russ would have been at the bottom and then Russ Wilson just turned his season around.
1: Zach Wilson at least had the Kansas City game. At well, least he had that.
0: You see, the fact that you just said at least, Denver hasn't had at least anything. Desmond Ritter got
1: no. – so there's games you can cherry-pick nope. Desmond Ritter's stats and they it, look good, nope. but there's two to three
0: <laughs> dumb wasn't.
1: plays where it's like, yo, what are you doing?
0: I'm not – I wouldn't be interested. Again, if Desmond Ritter is your is your quarterback going into the next season, I wouldn't be interested in that team. But then again, there's a lot of quarterbacks available this offseason, a lot of quarterbacks in the draft. Like and It's going to be
1: – Serious question. Yeah. Is Desmond Ritter better than Bailey Zappi and or Mac Jones? No, nah. they they both might edge him out. To be honest, I think oh, I think you'll be, I think
0: you'll. Like, they both might edge him at out. Least, Honestly, at, least Ritter, at least, Ritter can move. That that's not even. Does he even really move though? Like the dude, like he's he's better than statues. Like he he's pretty bad. Like they, the, I think Ritter. Matt Jones probably edges him out just a little bit. You, know what?
1: you know what? I'm back in on Atlanta. Ritter could at least put up 14 points. That's it. That's all. Belichick lost games where they they defense gave up fourteen points and they I know, offense couldn't you know, score. A lot
0: either, but if you give like Mac Jones, Kyle Pitts, and Bijan Robinson, and yeah. Lennon, no, 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 be no.
1: a lot better. Because I mean, look what Heineke no, did. No, dude. no, no, no. Look no, what
0: no. Heineke did with him. Heineke, Heineke did nothing. Heineke out through stat wise out through Desmond Ritter when it came to passing yards completed to Kyle Pitts, Andre Leon, in that. Desmond should have done this Okay,
1: season. I'm not arguing that Kyle Pitts and Matt Jordan, Jones would
0: probably did the same thing. The only difference is no they have lost.
1: No, he wouldn't have. Jared still lost because no he the head coach would have been? Arthur Smith. He still lost. Matt Jones is terrible. I don't. I'm not about to let up. I'm Desmond is terrible. I'm not going to sit here and let you. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Upgrade Matt Jones somehow. It's not really an upgrade. They they both suck. I just know
0: one sucks slightly less. Like let's say one's a 65 overall. The others are 63. They, dang, they, they, dang, boss, they, they ain't boss. better. Why are we even wasting our time on this? this is the you, you did the conversation. I didn't bring that up. I didn't want to mention any of these scrubs. I was just saying that if you I'm Bill Belichick, I wouldn't want to go to that team if Desmond Ritter is the head coach. I mean, if Desmond Ritter the quarterback.
1: No, Desmond Ritter needs to be excommunicated from the NFL. If you're Pete Carroll, right. though, I consider it because at the end of the day, you just want a job. I'm not. No, 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 no. If I'm Pete Carroll, I'm. there might be some college jobs no. I might want. Nah, I don't even want the college. I mean, y'all would want the college job, but if I'm P. Carroll, I would mean, take the it. He, did it. he did
0: it. want – why the hell would you take the Titans job? Because if you're Pete Carroll, like, again, this is your chance to – I mean, Titans job, uh, Panthers job. These are jobs where he just – he's like, man, I get to just run my own show. No what? voices in my but, head. But what
1: incentive on the field is there to take the Titans job? Money.
0: They'll pay him whatever
1: he I wants. I didn't say I, – I said on the field. I didn't say money. You he get, can make it rain on the field. You give enough people money, they going to do anything.
0: He, he can make a rain on the field. He can be like, man, shh.
1: No, he,
0: that, no. that, 20, that $20 million that he'll see from either team, I mean, he'll figure it out. Because they, they'll pay him that much. Like they'll,
1: but, they'll legitimately pay him that much. But here's the thing. Would they pay him this much? Is oh, there a young, hold on. Damn, hear me out. I'm just saying, is, is there a younger, cheaper, better candidate out there? Instead of hiring a seventy two year old Pete Carroll, who pretty much just got shown the door in Seattle.
0: If you're the Panthers, yes, if you're the Titans that still want to be competitive, not as
1: much. It depends why, on like, what do you assume. You want to, that, do. Why do you assume that the, the, the Carolina doesn't want to be competitive? Well,
0: I mean, Carolina maybe wants to be competitive, but they're nowhere near competitive level where the Titans what they've seen from their team is which is why their owner and GM is like, okay, we don't want to go through a hard rebuild. We want to go through a soft rebuild where we have at least a year or two we can be back in whatever because our division is wide open. The Jared. Panthers, they need multiple years of rebuild.
1: They only what, first-round pick, right? What, what foundation does Tennessee have? Will Levis. And he's not horrible. He actually
0: looked way better than I thought he was.
1: Okay, he Will Levis and?
0: The defense. The defense is solid, and it's younger defense is solid, and they're younger, and will Lovers. That's about it. That's all I can say is that will Lovers and in that defense. And if you're a, a coach, you can make, you can make something shake with that. Whereas well, no, on the okay. Panther side, they don't got defense. Bryce Young is questionable.
1: I mean, they have – The best receiver is playing, 37. Playing devil's advocate, they do have pieces on defense. J.C. Horn was hurt. Is Brian,
0: Brian, I don't know. J.C. Horn should stay. Bruce Brian,
1: Brian, 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 Brian Burns was, might was hurt. Might get traded. He might not.
0: If you you about to pay him all that money, or is he gonna stay for all the bread? I mean, I'll stay for the bread, but no, you we
1: we I'll know stay. you'll stay for the bread. You hey, just man, said I like, I like to get my money. You said you're gonna make it rain on the field. Hey, if I'm Pete Carroll, yeah, twenty million. Just throwing
0: that thing out. Just like yeah, man, let's go, let's go, coach these, let's go, coach these scrubs in this twenty point loss. Let's do it, cause that's what's gonna happen. Let's go do it. Let's go, let's go, let's go, turn this team into better losers. That's what's gonna happen. Let's just turn this team into better losers. Like, if they, let's say, for instance, that team was what? what? What were the Panthers, right? A one and two or something team.
1: They, this all think they had three wins.
0: Three wins. Oh, hey, Chris, okay. guess what? Pete Carroll could do with that money toss. Let's turn them into a five following team
1: mm. in eleven mm.
0: losses. Hey, now that's called progress. You know, that's what that's what the kids that always fail high school do when they actually get a better grade. They're like, hey, man, that's progress. When they got to give their parents the progress report. So that's what Pete Carroll could do. He could say, "Hey, he could tell ownership, yeah, you paid me to help this team win little by little, not right away.'" And that's what every, that's what the young coach is going to do too. Because not again, the NFL—you're going to get paid a bad already to be a head coach. But it's just about how how much how much less or more you're willing to give when it comes to the caliber of coaching that Pete Carroll brings and the experience, or the young coach that you bring in that's not going to have the experience and is probably just going to suck as much as the team already sucks. That's really the like, Crux of the
1: argument you're having now. Okay, I need to make a correction. I said the Carolina won three games last year. They won two.
0: Hey, Chris, they they can go for four next season. That, that and they'll have a first round pick with four with four wins. Think about they that.
1: They don't got a first round pick this year. <laughs> they don't
0: got a first round pick this year. That's something that no team should ever not have.
1: Well, they wanted Bryce Young. I mean, I still think it was, it's, it's still. I still think it's out there. He should, he's going to be good. I just think. Yeah, he I should think be. that's. That's that's, a, that's another sticking point that I think we need to mention because that supposedly is what got Frank Wright fired is that but, he wanted Stroud and the owner so wanted Bryce Young.
0: And again, that's probably so when the culture is a little bit different. It's kind so of hard you're when the coach to, is brought
1: in. So now you're going to have to find a coach that is brought in on Bryce Young. P. Carroll. How do you assume? you you assuming?
0: I'm, I'm, I mean, not really. So I'm just naming out the guy that I think is going to take one of these jobs.
1: Pete Carroll, like, yeah, but has, why would he, but why Bryce would Carroll, is his why would, quarterback? Why would Pete Carroll take this job? There is better well, jobs. Bryce Young him.
0: is his prototypical quarterback. I'm just saying, if you look at the quarterback that Pete he was Young, like, unless he gets okay. the chance to go once to the Bear again, job
1: and once again,
0: you know, coach once Justin
1: Fields. Once again, Justin Fields stinks, but Bryce I mean, Young. He's makes the Other three guys we named. Bryce Young makes Connor Murray look like Andre the Giant. I have to say this because Bryce Young looks like mini me. Like real tiny in the baggy jersey. He looks like you gave a kid like a adult size pads in a jersey and told him to go out on the field. Like his arms real tiny in the sleeves. Like it just looks bad on television. With that being said, if I'm Pete Carroll, right? Pete Carroll <laughs> whole thing is run the ball, great defense. Who does that sound like, Jared? What team is set up perfectly for that? To what? Run the, really run the ball and rely on a great defense. It's Washington.
0: Yeah. I guess like if,
1: like if Washington's gonna get any seventy-five year old quarterback or head coach, I don't think Belichick will waste his time in that rinky dink rat hole and wash in Landover Maryland. I think Pete Carroll would be able to give him some energy, give them some credibility. His philosophy has always been to rely on the defense and not turn the ball over on offense. That's right up Washington's alley. They've been playing that way for 15 years. Not effectively, all of those 15 years. But that's what they've, especially with Rivera and a little bit under J- uh, Jay Gruden, they were a heavy defense, you know, try to keep the game, uh, you know, a low-scoring game, don't make mistakes, matriculate the ball down the field, word to Hank Stram. And, and score and and kind of play 1970 ball. That's what they want to do. Pete Carroll can do that. He can take that right from Seattle and bring it right to Washington and make that team better. And I think Washington could be – I think Washington with with the proper coaching and the proper guy calling the shots, I think they'll, they'll, they'll definitely have more of an impact in the NFC because they have the defense. They have the personnel. I mean – I'll,
0: at this point, I really, I'm not really fond of any of these potential coaching jobs. If you look at their quarterbacks, but the allure, us is the Chargers. Chargers is the most alluring job you can potentially have, if we're being just
1: fully yeah. honest. Yeah, the Chargers. I mean, but the problem is, it's just like they're just the, old. No, you no. Know? The problem is, the Chargers are like the girl. Like you know, you know how like it's a girl you see, and she ain't the finest, but she thinks she's the finest. Yeah. But enough people hype her up mm-hmm. that she thinks she's the finest. That's that's Chargers. Yeah. because like, like, she really is like really seven. But so many people have told her she's a 10. Because her friend she's a, group makes she, her she's
0: a 10. A 10. Think 10. about that. The friend group makes her a 10, and that's the Chargers. Your, the Chargers got Justin Herbert, solid, very solid. And then the friend group around Justin Herbert is Keenan Allen, who everybody mm-hmm. keeps forgetting is only getting older. Austin Eckler, who might be out, but he's getting older. Uh, Cole Mack, older. Joey Bosa, older. Uh, Derwin James, injured and older. Like, it's like, th- th- Those are, that's the friend group. Those are the friend groups of the 6 and 7s that make the ten, the 8 or 7 look like a 10, which is Herbert. Herbert looks like a 10 because he plays with these guys that are good, but and they give him 10-like numbers. But the team hasn't really improved or been significantly better. Again, Kellen Moore looks good as a potential head coach. I can see him getting the job, but if he doesn't,
1: I wouldn't but be opposed I, to building another thing I think part of the drawback on Kevin Moore is that he didn't get the interim job. Nope. Like, if he was going to be seriously considered for the – You would have got
0: the interim head coach. He
1: would, I think he would have got the interim job and, and it, it I, tried, because similar to, like, an Antonio Pierce.
0: Yeah, and again, I think the reason why he didn't is because, let's be for real, um, your first year as off coordinator was shaky, but Justin Herbert's uh, stats were just not replicative of what he did the year before. It just wasn't. But then I feel like that's a lot more of the injuries that took place than Callum Moore coming in and revamping the playbook. And uh, guys are, you know, also on contract year trying to stay healthy. It was a little bit different, but I think it's indicative of the fact that they didn't give him that interim job because they're like, yo, Justin Herbert doesn't look great. Like he doesn't. Even before he got injured, they're like, man, this dude looks mid. He looks like an average quarterback where last season he was an all pro. So it's shaky grounds. This is going going to be a nice offseason though. Free agency wise is still questionable, but Coaching Karis, a lot, this is going to be really nice. See how things shake out, how teams to go I, again. I'm all in on I think Josh Harris is bought in not on a young coach, but on the veteran experienced coaches. So I see Pete Carroll's name on the wall, I can see Bill Belichick's name on the wall, and then I can see you know, just because we, if we're if we talking about coaches that just got fired, Vrabel being a coordinator somewhere, which I hope would potentially be the Eagles. I can see uh, Vrabel maybe taking that commander job as well. or the Chargers try and swoop in and get him because they just, they'd rather have Kellen Moore as off coordinator corner and being that defensive head coach and slash coordinator type of guy, which, again, would work out perfectly for that team. I can see Dan Quinn getting a head coaching job somewhere because he's been phenomenal these past couple of years with Dallas' defense. So it, it's, a, it's a huge coaching carousel, a lot of open vacancies. It's going to be a quarterback carousel, Chris, with the new guys coming in. A lot of guys are going to be in free to see A lot of guys are going to get traded. Justin Fields essentially said bye to Chicago. Uh Kirk Cousins is essentially saying he'd be willing to come back on a cheaper deal. I think it's because he could see the market's not going to be there for him. Like, he, it would have been if he had played the entire season. It, it's it's a lot going on, a lot of tricky maneuvering of what of works and whatnot, but I, I can't even really pinpoint where I can see a legitimate coach going right away until we see how these playoffs shake out, right? Like, then they yeah. kind of determine everything.
1: I agree. I also heard um – um some 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 floating around there that there may be a team that's in the playoffs that if they don't perform well, I'm not going to say any names, um, but y'all know where I'm going. Cowboys. If they don't perform, same division. Eagles. Well same. Both. I mean, two, well, well, it's both. Both teams honest, actually. Both teams, McCarthy's honestly. been on a
0: hot seat for the past two years, and he's
1: see like, any co- any coach for the Cowboys that that yeah. that doesn't get a double. W- I mean, McCarthy's lasted
0: longer than I thought, so.
1: I think I think McCarthy is safe unless they just – because McCarthy had such a great year with Dak, and I think they, they reached a such a good synergy, and their offense was clicking, and, you know, CD had mm-hmm. great stats across the board, and Dak looked good, and blah, blah, blah. I think unless they just get the ass kicked by Green Bay, I think McCarthy's good, at least for one more year.
0: I think they're good as long as they make the uh, championship game. I think he's good. I feel like if he loses his first round –
1: so what about if they lose the second round? Who
0: would they play in the second round? The Lions potentially? Doesn't,
1: doesn't, no, they they uh, it wouldn't matter. They might play the Eagles if they win. They might play
0: no, no. The Eagles automatically play the Forty Nine ers, right? First well, the last first round technically. It, it,
1: um,
0: because we're in wild
1: card right now. Yeah, wild card second. Well, you're, you're saying first round is throwing me off. First wild round card, is I'm wild sorry, card.
0: wild card. The next second round, the second round, round. they would potentially play the Lions the divisional.
1: They could play, they'll play whoever the, the second, they play whoever the highest seat remaining is. So, whoever, yeah. it depends on how it shakes out. So, so that you know. I'd
0: potentially, I'd say, potentially be the Lions. Could the, be the Lions. and them, them go back and forth. So, I think if they lose to the Lions, though, with that new head coach, golf being resurged and everything like that, I mean, that, it was,
1: McCarthy, I mean you know? it's not like, it's not like, the, the, it's not like Detroit has a new head coach. Like, Dan Campbell's been there for a little bit.
0: Yeah, he's been there for like a year now, right? Two years? Two years, two years. Two years, right? Longer than that. It's been longer than two years, really.
1: Dan Campbell, I think Dan Campbell. It, hired why does it feel? Why
0: does it feel so fresh? Like I, it might be twenty nineteen. It feels like yeah. it was twenty twenty one. Maybe that's when his name really started to take off was twenty twenty one.
1: Well, you know, I, we were talking about the kneecaps, the kneecaps, and because bike like people. then
0: they just have their hard knocks in twenty twenty one, and that's when he was like that the head coach. Right, like
1: mm-hmm. twenty Oh, 21. twenty one. You're right.
0: Oh, yeah, I just had – I'm like, man, Campbell was just – he felt fresh and new, and they just had the hard knocks in 21. So, yeah, it's only been two years for him. McCarthy has yet to go to a championship game, right? Well, Um,
1: McCarthy's only been there for two years.
0: Again, in those two years, though, you've had one of the best offices one year, and then the next year was the best defense. And now this year you have an accumulation of both. And if you don't end up going to a championship game, again, yeah, this is why you're on the hot seat and why you're potentially out. Because, you know, Jerry Jones is – he he he'll he'll get fed up with you fast enough. Where he's 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 getting older. The older, the less patience he has. He doesn't have the patience as much as he used to. Um, I can see it now. Nick Sirianni, big question mark for him as well. But that's just because the Eagles just have been playing to such of the worst standard ever that I would you know it's, it's a fair call out and fair point to make that you're like okay, as an Eagles fan, as an Eagles organization, where do we go from here? Because hyrule has been doing his job, bringing you in the talent. He's bringing you in the roster that yeah, we want. Well, hold, hold the coach on, is not hold, there. The hold players on, aren't hold, playing hold with on, the
1: coach. Hold on, hold on, because Howie has clear weaknesses and clear flaws. Howie yeah. has yet to, draw, to draft a linebacker that does anything.
0: That's not even his fault though, because the Kobe team was a good was a good draft, and he just kept he getting hurt? He was. He just got
1: hurt. So, so if he keeps getting hurt, and he's not producing. Was he really good? Let's let's when let's, he, let's when let's he plays good.
0: That's, that's a real point. He, that's fair. It's fair but nobody. when he
1: plays, he he's good. He can't cover anybody, Jared. I mean, again, we can't even say that because he hasn't played more than what two games, three oh, okay. games. So if we're arguing about somebody who isn't producing. If you're not, if you're not being a positive, you're negative. Yeah. He's, he's then, then, but if
0: we're blaming him just for a linebacker when he's bringing you in cornerbacks, defense that, tackle, okay. line.
1: Did he? Did he? Did he, he, he make a truck. mistake? Did he make a mistake on Bradbury?
0: Not last year, the signing, the extension, yeah, probably.
1: Okay, so that's a GM But that's then again, like, how issue. do you how
0: do you judge that he was going to be such a down year knowing that I'm he not, just had an up year? Like, that, that's not, like you I, you don't, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't that's pulling yeah. strings that were there's bigger issues, not in the GM at this point in time, which so I'd, love the, where's, out. Where's, I'd love to blame. where is where's the issue? It looks like there's a lapse when it comes to coaching and players. They just aren't in sync. Why? Either players aren't bought into the coaching or the coaching hasn't been up to the par of the
1: players. But everything falls on the feet. I've, I've said this a thousand times, which is why I don't think Belichick is going to the Chargers. Bad ownership starts from the top. And if there's reports, again, of ownership meddling with the Eagles, this... If the front office can't get out the coaching staff's way, you have a problem. And if that is what's going on again, then how we didn't learn from his lesson years ago with Doug Peterson.
0: I mean, that's how it's always going to be. But that's just not just our team. That's every team. The only difference is, is just that we have had one of the biggest downfalls this season. Any no, no, team no, no. I'm, I'm
1: sorry. Hold, hold, we- hold on, I'm I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I don't mean to stop you. You're on a roll, or whatever. It's not our team. I have disowned them until I see what I see on Monday.
0: Well, then forget you, because at the end of the day, you flip flop like any other bad, bad show. Go ahead.
1: Just, just know that at the end of the day, I
0: don't have time for for foolishness. At the end of the day, the Eagles are right now ownership wise. Let's any owner, any owner is going to be involved way too much, way too little.
1: Hi, Carolina.
0: Hi, Carolina. The only difference is just that the Eagles have had too much of an abundance of talent these past couple of years. We have literally built something back from a ground that we thought was going to be the bottom, and they they kind of turned it around. Where now this huge chunk in your armor, this downfall, is, is hurting you more than you want it to. But then, again, the fact that we have going through first-year head coaches knowing that we're a Super Bowl contending team, I, I've already said it last week, it does hurt you a lot. Because the expectations are too high for these guys, this is why you kind of want more of the veteran presence. Yeah, you want these young guys to succeed, but it's hard when you have a team that's just coming off a Super Bowl game, and now you got guys that are trying to still play at that Super Bowl level, but the play calling isn't matching the level they're trying to play at, and then they're just not bought in. It's right. hard. And, and then again, the to- it goes to players as well. i complete completely with players as well. If players aren't be com- performing, the young-
1: and to be completely honest, I understand they have young coaching. You're gonna to have to grow they're in this they're in this predicament where they have young people young, quote unquote, young or inexperienced people in positions that they can't afford to have inexperience at because if they're a super bowl super bowl or bus team at this point, which we thought they were coming into the season, and they probably still should be, like we shouldn't be just cool if they make it to the second round and they lose.
0: Nope.
1: So if this is a Super Bowl or bus team, they can't afford to have people of, of inexperience making mistakes in crucial situations. And for the past six weeks, they have been outmatched, outcoached, out everything. Everything.
0: Again, though, I called this the beginning of the season. I've said it multiple times, I've said it all my life. I keep saying it. No team, unless you're Tom Brady, this asterisk Pastor Mahomes, ever goes back to back to Super Bowl. No team ever does it. It. It's literally go through the years. No team goes back to back. They might go every other year, but the only person that's literally have done it is Tom Brady, but that's one of the greatest head coach, greatest quarterback. Cool. Eagles already didn't have much expectations to go to the Super Bowl, but when you're talking about Super Bowl or bust, that's that's the caliber this team was. Growing pains like this aren't supposed to happen at the end of the year. They're supposed to happen at the beginning of the year. Why did the growing pains happen at the end of the year? Because the play calling at the beginning of the year, Teams aren't playing you are aren't schematically playing you as the way they're gonna play you towards the half of the season. So now they're playing you the way they should have been playing you at the beginning of the season, and you're getting exposed completely because you're running the same three plays you ran at the beginning of the season that you was like, oh, these are bread and butter plays. But you, they know, they but you know
1: what do you know what this is? Do you know what this reminds me of? Do you remember the first year, Sirianni's first year, they played Carolina? And Carolina stunk. The Eagles stunk too, but Carolina stunk. And the Eagles got down 17 or something like that. They flip a switch, they win the game, whatever. It comes out, Steichen takes over play calling and takes over game planning and takes over everything, basically takes over the offense. Then the offense starts to pick up. They make a run. They lose in the the wild card round to Tampa. The next year with Steichen, year two, was the Super Bowl year last year. Now Steichen goes to a job in in Indianapolis and takes that team, which was floundering, and, and takes them on the brink of the playoffs. And what do the Eagles replace him with? They replace him with an internal hire who Brian, Brian Johnson, who was the quarterback's coach last year. But it's hard now to come up with the game plan every week. Everything falls on you versus, okay, Sykes got it and I'm helping out. I'm I'm taking care of the little edges to make sure everything, you know, make sure things are good here, make sure we're good here. Like it's hard when you're now the guy calling the shots, calling the plays, whatever the case may be. And if it doesn't work, now your head coach is coming in, and I believe—I honestly do believe—Sirianni is meddling in the play and in the play calls and the game plan and everything. They need immediately, expeditiously, to get some sort of continuity on both sides of the ball. If you're gonna have Patricia call the plays on defense, they have Patricia call the plays on defense. But all this, all this flip-flopping back and forth—who doing what? get the right people in there and and stop the one thing that that really upsets me about watching the Eagles and I don't know how we derailed into here but here we are.
0: You brought this up too. The same. This is twice now you've derailed the conversation. Mac Jones was one, this was two.
1: Or whatever. Deal with it. Anyway, um I lost. I lost where I was going. It, it was wasn't weird. worth
0: it. You were about to district. You were about a key team, disrespect the Eagles, and it just wasn't worth it at this point. You were about to say something about Sirianni and the offensive play calling because you already came at Matt Patricia and uh, John Joe Desai. You about to come I, at Brian Johnson next? Know, it's, it's, it's due, you know. It was, it's due it for was... you. To, it's due for you to come at the fact that they run bubble screens. Three um, three plays straight. <laughs> three plays straight, Chris. <laughs> I haven't read the ball like five weeks. I'm gonna, be compl-
1: I'm gonna be completely honest with y'all. I have not watched a full Eagles game since the San Francisco game. I have, and it's been I have, horrible. I have not. I can't I get so frustrated because it is so bad. Point, I caught my point. Last year, they were so situationally aware they yep. would get the they could get the ball up, whatever, up, whatever, six minutes left, and sit on the ball, game over. Now, it's it's anarchy all the time. They are so dumb. They are so dumb. It blows my mind. That was my point, Jared. No,
0: no, you're right. It's absolutely exactly right. Again, I think this is what you – No, know what? Maybe the NFL, I, I wrote about it, said the – uh the Eagles play was here to stay. Maybe it's because we bankrolled on this Eagles uh fumble roosky play for so long that now they think if all we we can just keep doing it at any point in time at any juncture that that's well, the here's same another race thing. that's your here's biggest question at
1: this point. Here's another thing that people don't talk about when they talk about the play, right? Tush, push, broadly shove, whatever you want to call it. It wasn't like the Eagles weren't running quarterback sneaks with Wentz. No, I'm not
0: again, that's uh, that conversation is a totally different conversation than what we're See? having. No, oh, I just think that play is becoming a crutch for us because that's the go to and it yes, unstoppable. But when you use okay, it,
1: but if you if you go you if you go on, if you go and use the play, I have no problem with them use the play. They need to get a yard, they need to get it two did. yards, whatever.
0: The next play just doesn't make any sense to me because it's like they don't have another play to put to quote dna put to memory to go use that's not a bubble screen. Because it's not like that's literally the next play after this. They need to they need to open the playbook up. Like what are we waiting on? I, I haven't seen a play action in like two weeks.
1: Ever. them – Yo, I, and, I I I hate I hate that they have no creativity on offense. And, which is
0: crazy because you have some of the, the one of the, some of the better playmakers in the NFL. Like where and it's not even just where, it's weeks one through six. DeAndre Swift is still there. And yet we haven't seen him because we're just not running the ball. We're just not. Remember the game where he had 130 yards versus the Buccaneers on 16 carries. Remember the game we had 173 yards against the Vikings on 28 carries. Like all that has dropped considerably. And that's play calling. That's not him. That's play calling. That's either you're not trusting your O-line. or you're just not, you, you, you just feel that your o line's not good enough against some of these defenses. Like that's, these are the question marks that they're having. And again, that's the coaching also the players, because the players like you see the, the shaking of the head. You see Jason Kelsey snapping on them in the sidelines. And you're just seeing Brian Johnson with his head down. Like Brian Johnson's looking like Darwin Ham on the field most of the time now. His head down, hands in his pocket, no life, because he knows his job's over. He he he's so scared to call any risky type play or any play that he thinks might be crucial enough that, that could any potentially get audible to something because he's like you can see it's in his head where he's like, "My players aren't bought in with me. I might call something they don't like, and that—that's you can't coach that way. Players can't play that way. Eagles are in turmoil. Hopefully, they beat the Bucks though.
1: They Next segment. You, <coughs> you want to start with that game, Jared? Sure, I got the Eagles.
0: <laughs> that's it. Monday night game. I like the Eagles. Will I be watching? I get to see the first quarter and a half before I got to go to work
1: part of I mean obviously I want them to win part of me wants to see the world burn you know selfishly cuz I am fed up with this and I something needs to something needs to happen I'm tired of you know what it could always be worse it it could always be worse let me let me let me shut up and count my blessings but Derek as you said let's predict some games for super wild card weekend in the NFL We're not going to start with the Eagles. We're going to start in chronological order. First game is Cleveland traveling to Houston. They're going to Texans Saturday, 431 Eastern. Who you got, Jared? Is it crazy
0: I had the Texans winning? I don't feel like that's crazy anymore, right?
1: I mean, the thought process is what?
0: I like the Texans' way they've been playing football. I like Stroud as the quarterback going against a Browns defense where he can kind of do his thing. They'll still get to him, but he's been he's shown that he can expose a defense when it comes to just how he's reading the field. When it comes to just how if he's if his defense makes a play, he's back on offense, and I think his defense can make plays on Flacco that a lot of people aren't predicting enough of. I I understand Flacco's had playing solid football. But I just feel like when now that the postseason's here, Flacco's gonna expose himself a little bit. Maybe I'm wrong, but I've, I've I, we've seen this kind of storyline before. Unless you're about to tell me this is Flacco of the Ravens, I, I just feel the downfall coming. He did his job; he got them to the playoffs. Hooray! But now that the playoffs are here, I, I just want to know if, if if the adrenaline's kind of gone, right? Like I gave have if, if and we we, we talk about it all the time where we see like the momentum rising to get you to this moment where you want your team to make the playoffs, like, it's like all the adrenaline got you there to carry you and propel you to the playoffs. Now that they're there, that sigh of relief hit you. And did the sigh of relief hit him a little too fast when I watched when we supposedly see this game on tomorrow? And he's just not the Joe Vidal that we saw the past five weeks. And I just see Stroud as a guy that's like, man, I'm just going in there to just have, just ball out because there's no expect There was no expectation for this team, the Texans. No expectation. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure now, but at the end of the day, I feel like there's less pressure on Stroud than there is on Flacco to really perform and ball out and win this game. So I feel like that's why Stroud just has a slight edge.
1: I mean, I don't think there's necessarily pressure on Flacco. No one expected Flacco to be here leading the Browns to the playoffs. Now, it would Fair. Be, could, could you have said, it? The Browns could have been in this spot? Sure. Yes, you know, I thought they you, were. If you thought that they had the defense which they do, yes. leading the, the entire league in defensive yards allowed per game mm-hmm. with uh at 1 with the Chiefs being 2, right? So they had the defense to shut down anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Houston for as as much of a for as much of a great story as they are and they are. No one expected them to be there. But if it wasn't for Jacksonville falling on their face, they wouldn't be in that spot. So, yeah, you could say that there's no pressure on Stroud, but it's the really pressure on Flacco. You know, and I think that Cleveland is hitting – I think Cleveland's hitting on all cylinders in a different way. Now, they're not as flashy and as – you know, like C.J. Stroud's going to throw the ball over the field, whatever. But can they get too one-dimensional? And I think that they can. Um, if they're too reliant on Stroud, you you have, you have to look at Cleveland's defense. They still have pieces. They have a good secondary. Miles Garrett is a terror on the on any offensive line. They have the requisite pieces. Jim Schwartz, who has won the Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator, knows how to, you know, put his guys in certain positions. I think. I think. Cleveland is the better team. Cleveland yeah. is the more experienced team by far. You know, with a with a head coach who is still relatively young, but more experienced than D'Amico Ryan. I know D'Amico Ryan was a player and played for a long time in the league, but Stroud's a rookie. Telling me Jim Schwartz couldn't can't dial up something he hasn't seen before, or trying to speed up his uh, speed up his rhythm and get him off kilter. I think it's quite possible. If Cleveland can run the ball. Force it, and and it's not like Houston doesn't turn the ball over now. Stroud mm-hmm. for the first half, you know, first three quarters of the season did not really turn the ball over. Last last few weeks of the season, he started to get a little bit more looser with the turnovers. They started to compound a little bit. If that turnover bug is hitting them in a playoff game, you know, it's one game, all bets may be off. I think I have Cleveland in this game. I think I just take the experienced guys more than the inexperienced guys. Like, I know they're on the road. Flacco's 6-2 uh, and all-time against Houston. I, I think Houston. It's a great story, but I don't think Houston should have been in this spot. So I think Cleveland wins. All right. Uh, next game we have Miami traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. And what is, as of right now, predicted to be a game with a wind chill of negative 20. Degrees Fahrenheit. Jared. Tua is winless in games under forty degrees. Will he win in no. Kansas City? No. Not at all,
0: dude. I mean, it's not his fault. You're going up against um Patrick Mahomes. Not your fault that the weather's gonna be what it is, but at the end of the day, it's not again, I think this is moments where Patrick Mahomes turns it up and the Dolphins just aren't. They had a little bit of a downfall that was just under sold by the fact that the Eagles had one of the bigger downfalls, but the offense didn't look much better since the Waddle injury. Yeah, they've been the most offensively gifted team this season, but that defense has not been there. And two has had flashes of showing where he's either very good or just very, very bad. And this is not one of them games where you want to be very, very bad, but he doesn't look good in cold weather games like Chris already mentioned. And that's going to be a big price to pay when you're going up against Mahomes in this offense a fresh Travis Kelsey who just had, you know, he sat the last week of the season. They finally established what we talked about, Curtis Rasheed Rice is the number one wide receiver, which was a very good move for them going in. And then that run game that the Chiefs have with Pacheco is going to be good. And that defense is played solid. They're, what would you mentioned? They're second in the entire NFL of uh, points allowed. That's going to play a big factor in this cold weather game. Yard,
1: yards you know, alive, not
0: yardsaw. I'm sorry, yards yardsaw, which is actually very fine because the Dolphins are one of the teams that have the most, well, some of the most yards in the NFL. So that's a very good matchup for them. It's, I think, I think that I'm gonna give this one to Mahomes. It's gonna be a good game, but how good are we really talking? I can see it being an unders game to be honest.
1: I think it's gonna be an unders game if you're playing. Let me let me read this story. Let me read this paragraph from the New York Times. A wind chill warning will be in effect across the region. This is of Kansas City. Friday night through Tuesday afternoon, according to the National Weather Service. The wind chill will be 15 to 35 degrees below zero mm. Saturday, Sunday, Monday evenings. And temperatures will be quote well below zero. Let's check when the game is. Okay. Saturday, mm. 816 p.m. Eastern Time. Oof. So right in the right in the middle of it. Mm. Miami is, travel, is, is traveling up. They're practicing in Miami. Mm. So imagine coming from Miami to going to cold-ass Kansas City. Ain't, ain't good. It's not looking. It's not a recipe for it. It's not healthy. Not a forthcoming thing. Miami's whole thing is predicated on motion and movement and speed and rhythm and timing. How bad does your timing get thrown off when it's thirty-five below? You know what I'm saying. Like how a bad lot. A does lot. your timing get thrown off when <laughs> when you're slipping and 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 your, your cleats don't grip on the grass that's probably frozen? You mm. know what I'm saying. Mm. The more Dang. I talk about it, <laughs> the, the less more, you
0: will to play it. The,
1: the, the, the less I want to even think about it. Right. But the biggest thing, above all of the weather issues and everything else. Is until Miami proves they can win a big game, I will not pick them to win any big games. That's fair. So I have Kansas City.
0: Yeah, and it's like, let's, let's be for real, man. That That's just, oh, man. It's, it's just not, you never want to go into Kansas City at home against Patrick Mahomes. I don't even care if he's having a down year. Playoffs is when the guys turn it up, and Mahomes when them guys will turn up in the playoffs, cold weather or not. As long as you got Travis Kelsey healthy, I can see them having a good game. You know what I'm saying? Like even even if it's like the weather's like 50, I don't know what Travis Kelsey does in cold weather games. Or I'm sorry, 40 degrees, like you said, right? Like less than 40, I can still see Travis Kelsey getting 50 to 75 yards. I'm just, that's just me personally. I don't know if I'm if I'm t- I'm just talking to talk because I, I I not When was the last actually, Chris? Before we you switch, you, you
1: usually do, do talk to just talk. But well, when was the
0: last time Travis Kelsey had
1: a big game? I
0: think it's been kind of
1: pedestrian lately. Yeah, he has been. He has been having a down year and people Ooh, are...
0: last time he had over seventy five yards
1: was December tenth. Okay, so hmm. about a month ago.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I was yeah, I could have just said a month ago. That was weird. Hmm. I still see the Chiefs winning, but dang. I was gonna ask you, how do you feel about Travis Kelsey?
1: I mean Did get a, he had
0: 75 yards?
1: He's a third. 30- Are you asking me for gambling advice? Well, I don't know
0: what you're talking about. I was just looking at uh, the quick odds of this game, and I'm I'm looking at numbers here, and I'm just like, whoa.
1: Jared, Jared, do I need to tell you again that it's going to be 35 below zero? So? You think you want to catch a hard-ass football? Better wear gloves. How many gloves can (laughs) you wear? I don't care. Better wear gloves. Like how how hard is it going to be? That football is going to be hard as a rock, <laughs> you know. Michael, you, yo, tell, it's probably Mahomes throw softer. Probably, probably. <laughs> tell be, I don't think he. I don't think he can throw, and I don't think he wants to throw it. Oh well, I, it, it him might him be a, might be an under game, dude. It might be an under game.
0: Tell, tell him to throw softer, Chris. That's all I can tell you. to throw
1: softer. Next game, as we as we travel through Super Wild Card Weekend. Pittsburgh travels to Buffalo, another snowy. Just terrible game. I'm, yeah. I'm, it, I'm, reading, I'm reading it right here, Jared. Uh they're hiring shovelers. Yeah. Shovelers can shovel snow throughout the night Saturday into Saturday into Sunday morning if needed for $20 an hour with complimentary food and breaks. Damn, I might have to.
0: Dude, the mayor basically told um uh, uh, Pittsburgh fans, please don't come. It's going that's how they're they're like, she's like, it's gonna be this bad. Don't do not try and travel, do not try and show up. Just listen. Celebrate from afar. That's what she basically said. Celebrate in the safety of your own home. Please. She basically begged them on national television, please stay home.
1: I'd stay with them. I, listen, home. listen, listen, hold on. I I let me speak on behalf of some Pittsburgh folks. I know, I know the Pittsburgh people. You know, I've been to Pittsburgh. I know the Genzers. They coming. And ain't no way, ain't no way in hell they not coming. They're gonna come with them towels. They're gonna put them towels over their faces, and they're gonna they're gonna walk through the blizzard like SpongeBob getting the Krusty Krab Pizza if they got to to support their team. Ooh, that, yeah. that being said, take the under, Jared. Take the under on this game.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I um I think the only touchdown that might be scored is gonna potentially be a uh Josh Allen touchdown. Josh, so
1: if the if, the, so bills, if the bills were smart, they would just quarterback sneak Josh Allen all the way down the field.
0: Yeah, I don't all I don't, the
1: way down the field.
0: I don't. I don't see anybody else scoring that game, but Josh Allen. I'm gonna be so real with you, Chris.
1: I I don't, man. Listen, I know. Listen, I wanted. I want Pittsburgh to compete. I want Pittsburgh to, because you know, I said on this pod, and I have to apologize. Because I said this team stunk, you did, and this, team, and this team wouldn't win, wouldn't be above five hundred, and I damn sure didn't think they'd make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, he was a fraudulent man.
1: I'm not a fraud.
0: He was wrong. He disrespected Mike Tomlin. I was disrespected Mike Tomlin. I was the bus. I was wrong. Let him out to the pasture to shoot him in the back
1: of his head. I was wrong. Okay, Here's I right. was wrong. We forgive you. Mike Tomlin's a great coach. With that being said, the uh, Bills are winning this week. I agree. And that's all I mean. Like, I don't know what yeah,
0: to yeah, say. Yeah, like, listen, like, like, weather aside, that game's going to be like.
1: I don't need a rationale.
0: It might that's be. A, right. it, 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 you think it's going to be a 9-6 game, 9-3 game? And the 9's all field
1: goals. I'm sorry. And that's if they well, even make the field goals. I must say, you think they're kicking field goals? Dude, I don't
0: know what they're gonna be doing in that game. I, again, maybe maybe we're just over maybe we're overestimating how much like snow and everything, how bad the weather gonna be for that game, but it's just like, dude, I don't the way they're describing it, I'm just envisioning the entire field full of snow, snow still coming
1: down. I mean, you, you remember the video from last year when uh I believe it was Deion Dawkins of the of the Bills went to his car and the snow was on top yeah, of the That's of like, the car.
0: That's what I'm picturing.
1: That's probably what's going to end up happening. Oof! Then yeah, they ain't
0: good. The, this game might just be a three nothing game.
1: Yikes! <laughs> uh, the next game, Green Bay travels to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Jared, who you got?
0: Dallas big. It's going. I mean, it's it's big. Um, big. Big as in I think both teams. I think the Packers c fourteen. I think the Cowboys c twenty eight. That's big to me. So
1: two play- t- a- two touchdowns. Yes. I don't yeah. think it's going to be big. I think this the, the line right now as we're talking is seven.
0: I think it goes. To, I think it goes to fourteen.
1: I think Green Bay covers. I think Green Bay covers mm. seven. I don't know. You know man, I, I'm, not, I, I'm not going. I don't think they're going to win. No, no, but, I do not know. But the thing about Green Bay that people are underestimating is Green Bay can put up points. Yeah, Green Bay way, can, score. I, I can score. I can see them scoring. I can see them scoring twice. I think, Green, I think Green Bay is going to keep it close. The thing is, we have to see the Cowboys in real pressure situations. Fair. Real, like, real, like, because the big games that were big games, mm. they, and with Detroit, like, yeah, they, we, they beat Detroit, but it was, the, they could have lost that game easily, right? Yeah. They were back and forth with Seattle. Yep. They beat Philadelphia at home, lost to Philadelphia on the road. So you take the division, the division out. Like they split every year, they split, mm-hmm. and they and they got and they got whooped by San Francisco. Yeah. So now we have an actual wild card game. Yeah. Will we see the Cowboys we're used to seeing, where they they like, oh yeah, we got this in the bag, and then they fumble it, fall when they face and lose. Are we going to see those Cowboys or are we going to see the Cowboys that everyone is predicting that this is the best opportunity that they have to win a Super Bowl since 1995? Like, which Cowboys team are we going to see show up?
0: Um, for this game, you're going to see the one that's going to be the Super Bowl hype train until they play the 49ers and lose again. Um, that's the Cowboys we're going to see. The Super Bowl hype train Cowboys that are like, oh, this is our year. We're going to see the delusional. Hype the fan base, Cowboys, that are just going to snap and torch
1: the Packers. That's
0: the Cowboys you're going to see, and they're going to win this
1: game. All right. Next game, Jared. Detroit hosts a playoff game for the first time since 1994. They take on Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams. Jared, who you got? I
0: have the Lions, but... Oh, shout out the Rams for making the playoffs! Shout out the Rams for Puka Nakua breaking the rookie record for I think receptions and receiving yards. Man, he had a ball all season. It was great, great to see. But I think this this is the end of the Rams. They 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 had their comeback story. I like the Lions a lot this year. I like the Lions as the my sleeper team to see the NFC Championship game. Um. Again, I know everybody's been like clamoring the Rams saying, "Oh, they won their last 7 of 8. Please look at the last 7 of 8 games that they've played. They had the second easiest schedule for the second half of the season." That's no fault of their own, but they should have won the game. they should have won. Like these are the, the 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 things that we always argue about teams. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. They beat the Cardinals. They beat the Seahawks without Geno Smith. That was the Drew Arc played that game. They beat the 49ers that benched their entire roster. They beat the Giants. They lost badly to the Ravens. The Ravens might be the best team in football right now. They they were going to lose to them. Like, they beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. They beat the Commanders. Like, that's like, that, that's those teams they played. So, yeah, I, I think that they had their good graces. Mass effort balled, and they kept McVeigh happy, and McVeigh's going to coach another year, and they, this team looks like it, it's not a team that's just going to be, you know, in the gutter. Going this next season, but I think the Lions just got a lot more in them. I think the Lions, I like their talent, I like the team. I think if, Shunk, if if Porter plays as well, I just like the firepower that the Lions team has compared to what the Rams have right now. And I think the Lions can edge it out. I don't. What's the what's the um the spread on it though? Is it Lions what? minus four and a half? It's three. I can see that. I kind of think the Lions win by a touchdown, but yeah, I can see it. Win. I can see it by three.
1: Um. They're, those are fair points that you make, Jared. But the biggest thing I, I think for Detroit is the same thing with Miami. Because they lost to Green Bay at home on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Huh. They lost to Dallas. They lose big games. They lose those pressure-packed games. The same thing with Miami. Rams, we've seen them win the Super Bowl. We've seen McVay and Stafford and Cup, and now you add Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams. We've seen the team nucleus of the Rams with Aaron Donald still there. Hmm. We've seen these seen these guys win the title. Detroit hasn't won a playoff game in our lifetime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, horrible. They were horrible. They were horrible, but time change. But they have, Jared, they have have one playoff win ever like since ever like uh 19 what come on man like if Detroit is going to be something going forward they have to win this game but same thing I said with Miami until they prove they can win the big game you have to go the other way so I'm taking the Rams on Fair. the road Matt Stafford back in Detroit costing the Lions another win, just like old times. And Jared, our final game, the Monday night game of Super Wildcard Weekend the Eagles stumble into Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Will they get put out of their misery?
0: No, no, the Eagles are going to win. We already talked enough about the Eagles, but stumble was the right word because they drunkly stumbled into the Buccaneers. And hey, this is a matchup you kind of like right now. So. The Eagles should win this game.
1: If the Eagles lose to Baker Mayfield, I promise to repeatedly rub my head and through the wall. Just right through the wall. Just head through drywall.
0: Um, I've been participating in dry January. If the Eagles were to lose, I may end up breaking that vow. Just throwing that out there. I may end up breaking that vow. Because, oh, my Lord. Losing to the Buccaneers. Utter Utter turmoil. Utter turmoil.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say if they lose. I I don't know. Not much to say, Chris. i
0: <laughs> of the wrong city. That's all I can say. Like, that's what you say. Bored of the wrong city. Love it, but born of the wrong one. We do. We our our city breeds losers in all sports.
1: Sad, sad. <laughs> so thank y'all for listening to another episode of straight to the point if you liked what you hear make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in still a five-star rated podcast on itunes so if you listen to us there make sure you leave us a review make sure you follow straight to the point on all your favorite socials it's at sttp podcast make sure you follow me at underscore chris cross
0: follow me at underscore JDM hughes we may still be a five-star rated podcast after this episode but you know eagles fans like the Rain on our parade, like we're not speaking facts. So who
1: knows? All right, hold on, Eagles fans, y'all know what we saying is true. <laughs> you see that? I, I rep them. I root for them. They my guys. I want to see them succeed, but I have to call out foolish behavior. And the Eagles are foolish right now. Tough love is what they need.
0: Silver lining. Uh check us out on TikTok and YouTube. If Joe Flacco was the to win the Super Bowl and win, he'd be the next greatest backup quarterback ever besides Nick Foles. So, cheers to that.
1: I mean, if he win a Super Bowl for both Cleveland and Baltimore. Well, he started for Baltimore. I said backup. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying, if he were to win a Super Bowl for both Cleveland and Baltimore, he technically won two Super Bowls for the same franchise. <laughs> Whoa there! See, see, you got the see, see, you see, see. I'll be thinking. I'll What's the answer, Jared? Let's get straight to the point. No, 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 no.